0: people sometimes, one dude and some people sometimes, one dude, one dude one dude, ooh, one dude and some people sometimes. Hello, welcome back to the big episode 20 of One Dude and Some Other People Sometimes podcast. I am your host, Al, and with me is Nobody, uh, so sometimes this is coming, just not right now. So, originally, um, this episode was going to be strictly uh, the topic of what was going to continue on VTBW uh, Adrenaline, <clears throat> uh, with our storyline, where it was, where it was going. Before we got unceremoniously kicked out, thanks to Spectrum buying Time Warner from our studio, um, so uh, it was gonna be the where was this where is this going? Uh, obviously me, I have all these ideas and stories and all that written out, and uh, I've had a t- ton of people constantly ask what was gonna happen next. Uh, even to this day, they they still ask like, hey man, where was this gonna go? So, um, I thought a really cool topic for the show on an uh, an episode would have been kind of explaining where that was all going to go. Uh, that unfortunately, you know, this week we've had the untimely passing of comic and pop culture legend, uh, Stanley. Uh, so I think the beginning of this episode will, uh, do a little tribute I uh, won't do too much uh, obviously everyone everywhere has done their own uh recap of his life and legacy and tribute etc um so i don't want to do too much and sound like i'm repeating what i'm certain most of you if not all of you have heard a ton of the past uh week so Uh, just like to touch, you know, base and give a little backstory to, uh, Stan Lee. And, you know, just a little bit of what he means to me. Um, so I really think his life story is very interesting. Would be make a really cool bio picture, uh, film. But, uh, yeah, he was born, you know, Stanley Lieber, uh, 1922. Uh, he was very close to be, be, uh, turning 96 on uh, December 28th. Um, unfortunately, no he passed away. He was 95. Uh, you know, as everyone knows, we eventually lose the things that we love and people. And no, I didn't know Stan <clears throat> personally. Um, he wasn't family, but, uh, you know, was, I'm sure a lot of people felt he you know, felt like he was family, like Uncle Stan, and, um, you know, his big, initially his big thing was that he wanted to be write the next great American novel, and for whatever reason, you know, he was working for, um, Timely Ma- uh, Comics, which is a part of, a uh, Pulp Magazine, um, and by the time nineteen sixty around, it would evolve into Marvel Comics. Uh, you know, he he did things here and there, but nothing that was really satisfying him to the point where he felt like he was making a difference. And it was just that his he was gonna he was getting ready to quit, and his wife at the time and Ted told him, "Well, if you are gonna quit, write what you want to write about." So then, you know, that's where Spider-Man came. Uh, I'm not, like, word for word giving all the details out, but just little real quick snippets. Uh, Again, you know, please read up on Stan. He's got an amazing life and career. And obviously meant a, a ton to everybody. And his... Legacies, as, as I wrote in a, a post before, um, is that he created something that obviously is outliving him and will outlive all of us. Uh, Marvel and their characters and all of his creations, and not just him, his co-creations with you know other instrumental people such as Jack Kirby and, and Steve Dicko and so on and so forth, but you know, when you think of, even if someone doesn't read comics, the, you mentioned Stan Lee, they know who that guy is. So, he, this will go on forever and that's a, that's an amazing thing to have, uh, leaving, you know, this life, but having that big of an impact on so many people. Um, it's just, it's tremendous, and, uh, so, you know, obviously, not only is the world of comics, but the the world in general is missing uh, a big part of now that Stan's gone, and, uh, I know there's some negative dicks out there that wanna shit on Stan and his contributions, or, comics in general, Uh, I'm looking at you, Bill Maher, and what it is, is I don't like to use the word hater, but that's really what it is, is that that genre has become such a huge mainstream blockbuster-esque, not just with the books, but in the movies, and the characters have, everything has just transcended what these old hat these old way of looking at thing people are so pissed about is that this this funny book culture has infiltrated their I don't even know what to call it, but it's you know, it's everywhere and they feel that their thing, whatever they are into, should be deemed that important, if not more. And the thing is this world is already tough for everyone as it is and having such a thing as a, a comic book to read to escape into or a movie to watch for two two and a half hours just to kind of get you know get out of your head is that's uh, a much better thing than you know turning to drugs or alcohol or violence or what have you. I think um, I don't want to get too political or too anything like of that nature. So I just want to say that Stanley should be right up there in a Mount Rushmore of people like him, um, front and center. Such an amazing life, such an amazing career, and a lot of what he did has impacted me on stuff that I do. Um, he made me want to get into, you know, drawing and artistry and comics and, and making stuff, just making characters. And, you know, if it wasn't for Stanley, I don't know if I'd be doing some of the stuff that I do. Uh, so, thank you, Stan, for everything that you've done for the entire world. Um, including little old me uh, so until we see each other again although we ever saw each other before Excelsior alright um, thank you guys for sticking around through that um, so what we're all here for <coughs> is what was gonna happen with the storyline uh, that was going through BTW at the time? Um, adrenaline, unfortunately, sadly, left the air. So here I am, as you know, creative head behind everything in BTW. Um, the thing that I loved was our story, our creative, whatever you want to call it. Threaded its way through years of B2W shows and storylines that uh, that was the thing I was most proud of I mean in that respect I mean we did a lot of good shit that I was super proud of so don't take that into anything Um, so just to give some backstory uh, at our All or Nothing event in 2013 um, which was August of that month. All or Nothing was kind of like our Royal Rumble slash Money in the Bank. Uh, the main event was a, a Rumble, Royal Rumble-type match that the winner received a world title contract to cash in whenever. So that's where the Rumble-Money in the Bank-type thing came in. So it was called All or Nothing, you know, uh, the All or Nothing contract. It was either you either get it all or you get nothing. That was kind of a you know quick... Quick way to look at why that was named like that. Um, So, Infamous, at that point, hadn't been around much um, since he got taken out by Jesse Weaver, Viggo LeBeau, and and that was Costume Chaos in October of 2012. So, he'd been gone for a while. Um, He had returned to All or Nothing and was the second to last in the Rumble. It was won by Victor Attica and then Infamous, coming to congratulate Attica, uh, attacks him and takes his shirt off and reveals an anti-BTBW logo. So, at this point there was a Facebook page created um, mysteriously you know, saying that they're gonna destroy BTW, they're coming for us, they're taking us down. Um, they've had enough of us, you know, we're trash, that we suck, we're yarders, etc. So, uh, everyone was worked up, everyone didn't know what was going on, and then obviously Infamous comes out and does this. So, everyone's hot, uh, it was a really sick ending to the show. So, uh, a couple months had passed and we had, <clears throat> uh, gotten adrenaline, our TV show on uh, local access here in Kenosha, uh, weekly, uh, new episodes every week. And so on the first episode, the sto- in storyline, Infamous earned a one-night contract, or was granted a one-night contract to face the Glamour Boys vehicle about time B. And if he wins, <clears throat> he gets, to, gets reinstated with B2W. If he loses, he's, you know, gone forever, whatever. So... Uh, long story short, he defeats the Glamour Boys and wins his full-time contract back. So at this point, this group is named Chaos, with each letter standing for another word, kind of like the NWO New World Order. Um, <clears throat> their goal was to destroy BTBW from the inside, hence why infamous wanted back in. So you know, a couple months here and there, battles between. B2W and Chaos, uh, Dreamflare returns, uh, turns on B2W, joins Chaos, and wins the tag team titles with Infamous, uh, and that was our No Turning Back 3 show, um, where at the same show, Destruction turns on B2W, and joins Chaos, and wins the heavyweight title from Big Lobo and joins them, so for once, there was uh, feuds back and forth. With Miami Pal Machine, which is Vigilabo, Tommy P, and Bruiser, <laughs> and <clears throat> so that uh, at uh, one point there was a survival of the fittest, which was going to be our war games types match, which was a three on three on three, winner gets control of the journal for a month. So in that in in that meantime, Destruction loses the title to Jesse Weaver. Um, DreamFlyer disappears from B.H.W.W. The Glamour Boys win the tag team titles back from Infamous. And Destruction wins a battle royal to be last in the survival match. Um, and this, at this point, this is where uh, Spectrum buys Time Order and we no longer can record Adrenaline. So, where we were going to go from here was, so, Chaos is down to man. Um... Team BTBW would have been led by Jesse Weaver, with Victor Otica and The Natural, um, and obviously Miami Pow Machine with Bruiser Vigo and Time P. So when the when the show that we're gonna have with the match was gonna occur, um, Bruiser Vigo, um, Jesse Weaver and The Natural and Destruction will be the last. Those will be all the last competitors in the ring. So, at this point, Team B2W would be fully eliminated, leaving destruction against the Miami Pound Machine, which would have been Vigo and Bruiser. Uh, So then at this point, Bruiser would turn on Vigo and join, uh, and and Miami Pound Machine, obviously, B2W, and join Chaos. So, Bruiser would end up being Chaos, third man, this whole time, a la, you know, Hogan with the NWO, but not quite the same. Um, so at that point, he turns on them, turns on everyone, joins with chaos, and wins the match, and then they would control Adrenaline for a month. So, it would kind of be, um, chaos making life for everyone in B2W, or everyone not in chaos, a living hell. It would have made for some really cool TV, um... I feel like, uh, we could have branched that story off to a uh, to hundred different places. Um, especially if if and when, you know, any new uh, superstars would come into B2W, what other um, monkey wrenches would have been thrown in there, uh, it would have been, it would have been really cool. Uh, and then at that point, you know, could have had matches where a uh, member of BTW, wrestled a member of Chaos to win the control back, uh, a big power struggle. Who knows? Uh, again, could have went several different ways. Uh, but yeah, all this was, you know, scheduled to happen in November of 2014. So that was when uh, our last you know episode aired, and, or was going to air, yeah, aired. Uh, just November is such a huge month for uh, BTW. Um... That was the month of our first No Turning Back uh, show, our first real big show. Um, obviously, our second No Turning Back, which was at a, a real venue, uh, Bergato's, that was open at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> just uh, November was the month that we, you know, signed a, signed a deal for Adrenaline at, at Time Warner. Uh, yeah, November was a huge month for us. That was kind of like our... WrestleMania month so figured it was appropriate that we had this episode and I share this information of where that story was going. Um, Sorry if it seemed like I flew through it but uh, the details really aren't as important as like the major beats um, of, of that story so clearly That, uh, would have turned out to be real badass if, uh, if we would have been able to keep going, so. But, can't dwell in the past, need to look to the future, and plan, and hope, and all that good stuff, and who knows what the future will bring. Um, obviously, B2W right now, currently laying low, um, looking for our own arena so we can do things consistently and constantly and train and evolve and just go back to having fun Um, I still get asked by people I know I say that all the time but I still get asked you know when where why Uh, and it definitely makes me sad makes me upset that I don't have a full answer for people but soon soon especially now that uh, I'm feeling settled in where I'm at Um, you know everything and all the stuff that's needed is going uh, going well going good Um, oh man yeah Um, just don't uh, just don't know what else to tell you guys except just be patient and We'll get we'll get some BTW back all up in your face. But tonight being Saturday, November seventeenth, um, it is WWE Wrestling Weekend. Uh, as we have NXT Takeover tonight, Survivor Series tomorrow. Um, I'm sure all you wrestling fans are getting ready to watch uh, that, and then tomorrow one of the, obviously one of the it's the second longest uh, running WWE pay-per-view, uh, next to WrestleMania, so a lot of uh, history and legacy with that show. Uh, should be good, and a lot of people are upset that we won't get uh, Becky and Ronda. But from what uh, rumors and dirt sheets are all reporting, might get that as the main event at WrestleMania. And that's huge. Two women main eventing last match of WrestleMania. No one. Ever would have expected that in the 30 plus years of that show. So could have been a blessing in disguise to get your face broke. That's all I'm gonna say. And that doesn't come lightly when getting your face broke sucks. But um Yeah, if you guys have any other uh questions about BTW of about storylines or characters or what was going to happen here or what, you know, did I have any other alternate ideas for something that did happen? Let me know. Um, this was kind of fun going down memory lane, having to dig up uh, some old notes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if I see anything else like that, I'll uh, be glad to make that into an episode, too, just to kind of share some behind the scenes for you guys. Don't know why I have a southern accent, but... It is what it is, guys. So, till next week, I have been One Dude. This has been a podcast. Deuces. I am the night. I am vengeance. I am One Dude. sometimes. One dude, and some people sometimes. One dude, one dude, ooh, one dude, and some people sometimes.